Avengers Assemble! Please. Sorry, it had to be done. No. Uh, part three, topic, <laughs> Avengers Age of Ultron. So, disclaimer before we start, it's almost inevitable there's going to be small spoilers throughout. We will save yeah. our discussion for the large spoilers for the end of our review, and there will be a more... Let me put it this way. There will probably be thematic and small character-wise spoilers without touching like the big moments that will ruin big the, the, the big feeling yeah. of the film that you should get when you watch the film so this will be very we're, we're trying to avoid it but it might happen just it's, fair it's, warning it's inevitable that you can't really talk about a movie without spoiling the parts movie. of it yeah but age of ultron happened yeah me and anthony really reviewed it yep um his review's already up mine will be up later today hopefully yep text review on geekdomination.net yep mine will be an audio one on soundcloud for us so. yep Let's start with opening thoughts. Let's start with John Luke. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. That you know really sums it up. I you kind of came around because you seemed kind of exuberant well, when we left the theater. If we're going just from the four of us, yeah, uh, being Cody, Zane, Anthony, and I, um, just from who liked it the most, I would say, I I think I would probably put Zane on the bottom. Mm -hmm. That would put me on the bottom. Yeah, I'd put Cody okay, on the bottom. Okay, I put Cody on the bottom, bottom, followed by Zane. Than me, than Anthony. I think Anthony liked it the you most. You and I probably have pretty much the same yeah. feet. Going I, off of the fact that we have such a right. strong similar interest yeah. across the board, this is much I just, along that line. I'm not sure what I expected. Yeah, that's kind of my problem too. Is I, I realized after we left that I wasn't sure what I was expecting. Anthony's. Even. I was gonna say Anthony's title of this review, and I teased this earlier. Yeah, it's a lesson in managing expectations. Mm -hmm. Right. And I feel like that's what a lot of this movie was for a lot of people. Yeah, I would there agree. was so much hype. The trailers were so well done, and there was just like with a certain atmosphere catering definitely. towards those trailers. Mm -hmm. um, and the movie came out, and it wasn't a bad movie at all. It just didn't follow the atmosphere that was presented set, set, set to the set audience. Before, yeah. yeah, I would also add we did go when we were all really tired. We planned to go see it again, and that I mean mood plays a large role Absolutely. in how you Very interpret true. a film. So I will put that out there too. So with all that being said. Let's get into this more deep, I guess. Um, how did you like? I guess I guess the best way to do this is pros and cons. Okay. A little bit of that. That's a good idea. Pros. pros. We'll start with cons. <laughs> okay, cons. Because <laughs> they're the mo more present in my mind right yeah, now. Yeah, that's fine. Fair enough. My problem with this movie is the same exact problem I have with Iron Man 2. Okay. Is that, and it plays a lot into what we were just talking about, mm -hmm. about how the tone of the movie was set in the trailers about oh, it was going to be dark and the creepiest thing on earth yeah super eerie <laughs> super eerie Ultron was just presented as this like dominating threatening presence absolutely and then the movie came out and Ultron again slightly spoilery but he kind of had a naivety about him right. like a very like childish I feel like the childish thing isn't bad I felt like it was bad in the sense that it limited what he was thinking and behaving. That know? being said, I really did like his entrance. Yes, that his was, entrance that was, was incredible. Well that was well done. Mm -hmm. He he, I I don't know if it's really spoilery, but he just kind of shambles up. In, yeah, yeah, in a broken in a broken um, um body legion the, the, uh, iron, iron legion, legion body. He just sh rolls up and uh, he he's like the best term to use is like zombie on his on a little bit. It's yeah. like a, it's like a torn apart. Um, Iron Legion. Scene. He's basically yeah. figuring out how to build a body, right? Yeah, for in the, the basement, time. and then he distracts them with the broken one. 
and it's it's pretty it's, intense because yeah. he's got his super deep voice that has the robotic like twang attitude twang, yeah, yeah. To it. and he he seems very gray in in and, and in what judgmental of black humans. and white yeah he was very creation. judgmental of yeah. humans too in that scene because he's like you're all just so messy and yeah. chaotic. Like, like as, he's as soon critiquing as it shows them him, really well in that right. scene. It like shows him downloading or whatever. Yeah, all the all info of, and all, all of what happened so far in the Marvel universe. It's right. interesting. Like, and Jesus has this tone of almost comedic, and the whole yeah. the whole film kind of has this, and it lightens so them up many, as time goes on, which kind of bothered me. Like, there's this this the whole every time the whole first fight compared to the, like the last fight was mm-hmm. so much better. Yeah. But um, just like the every single time something bad or something grimacing happens, there's a short little one liner to brighten the mood. There's there was that there, for me, Ultron had these moments where it felt like he was too transfixed on past mass extinction moments. And then he just like embodied that throughout. Like he had right. that mentality, like rather than being like, I'm justifying this with a bunch of reasons. It was much more of like. You know what? Mass 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 extinctions have happened throughout history, so I'm just going to create one myself. He and just it was kind like, of decided. Eh, that's not. A, I mean, Ultra was more like, no, I need to eradicate humans so that they stop hurting themselves. For something that and was that supposed wasn't to be really here, uh, thinking, you know, uh, artificial intelligence that's supposed to grow and think more, reach it, a logical it, decision. Right. This was it very kind much of just like, happened. You know. Yeah. It the, felt a little too predisposed and not right. enough. Like this guy became intentional. Right. And everything became intentional. It became much more of like, well, this is more like I'm doing it because I'm supposed to. Yeah. The other thing that really disappointed me about the movie in a sense, and I know you share this, is I felt the thing that was gripping me the most in the movie Mm -hmm. was Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver and the Maximoff twins and their story. And then the big picture, they were barely involved. That's what I was realizing after the film, too. They were my favorite part of the movie, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I really loved how those two were in the film. Yeah, they considering barely they were, were barely there. Yeah. They barely had any lines. I will say this. I think, like, because I remember Andrew and Austin's critique of their accents. Like, he could, he, they were both like, that was kind of annoying. And I realized that might be because we never actually got to see them on screen speaking their original language. Right. Like, it's one thing to hear an accent in English with the context of them speaking in an original language, but True. if they solely speak in the accent, it becomes just like so. You only speak English with this garbage Eastern European no, accent. Absolutely not. Yeah. So, I can understand why some people found that annoying. We probably should have seen a scene where they actually talk to each other in whatever language they're speaking. Right. Like a perfect a perfect place for that would have been at the beginning, beginning when before they came out of the bunker. To yeah, get, exactly. When they're with yeah, the that would have been perfect. That would have been really good. when those two were like sitting in the corridor by themselves, standing there, holding yeah, hands. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, they do a lot of that, standing well, in the corner and just being there. And it's yeah, just like, yeah. I need more substance from these characters. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, because like the the one liners got old. It's sometimes because like some of them were really well placed. Some and I laughed brilliant. genuinely, and then some of them were just, were just like, like really? you. I didn't laugh at all. There was several towards, especially like three quarters of the way in and later that I was just like, they were just, they fell flat. Like they, they said, I'm not sat there just staring like you need to stop. Yeah. <laughs> You're not funny anymore. One of like the ones that definitely stuck out to me. I was funny at the time. I was like, why did you include this mm-hmm. in the beginning of the film? The opening scene has the Avengers storming um, um, a Hydra base, a Hydra base. Mm-hmm. And Tony Stark blows through a window. Yep. And he's standing there floating a bunch of bunch of guys. He's like, nobody move. Let's talk. And they start shooting him. And he shoots Molly. He's like, "Good talk." And there's a guy that goes, "No, it wasn't." It was like, "Yeah, it's really funny." But I was like, "The it didn't need it." 
yeah. saying good talk and then no it wasn't both those lines were unneeded yeah he could have like i would have been much happier without that yeah altogether although there was one that followed that when like yeah. tony goes in and he's like um when he steps out of the suit when he steps out of the suit and okay. he's like getting all the hydro intelligence and he's like jarvis do a quick room scan and he does a thing and there's like a little structure intel thing mm-hmm. he's like please be a secret door please be a secret door yay yeah that was <laughs> great. that was a good one that was really great that was that, very, was, that, that, was very that fit within his personality yeah. so well it was very tony stark felt right um yeah, there was just some that were just My bad. other biggest critique of this movie, and then I'll let you have your first opening thoughts, is Avengers 1 had the same problem. Yeah. This time it was a little more justifiable, but even still, mm-hmm. is that the movie should have been more aptly named Iron Man in the Avengers. Yeah. This one, like I said, it Pretty made true. more sense with Ultron being Tony's creation. Yeah, and I will give it to them, like, that specifically is fan service. That's solely Absolutely. giant fan service yeah. because Iron Man is their most profitable character. I think if you're going from... I don't like it at all because personally, to me, Cap has always been That's what kind I of the root. barely yeah. involved, I yeah. felt like. From going he did from, a really good job leading. Absolutely. Like, yeah, I love the parts where he felt where it felt like he was in command. Going from top to bottom mm-hmm. in the main Avengers... Kind of, of for this. For this yeah. just involvement, I felt like it went... Tony Stark. Yep. Bruce Banner, which I actually liked. But yeah. he was much more present. We got a lot of science bros in this film. It's a lot of science yeah, bros. That's true. <laughs> um Black Widow. Black Widow. Hawkeye. Hawkeye felt forced but well but meant well kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Thor. Which there was all that press talk that oh Thor's gonna be so much more involved. He was I'm not in the way more involved than the first And film. I wonder, like I will say this too. After leaving the theater, my biggest question at the forefront of my mind has been What's the other hour long plus of footage that we're missing? That's what right. I was thinking. I That's really want to see that. That's the biggest thing that's sitting in my head right now. I'm like, all I want to see is that now. I want right. to see the original cut. I need to see it to actually get a real good mentality about this film. And then Cap all the way at the bottom. Yeah. 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 I'd say so. And that we was got like, a lot of really cool Cap stuff, but yeah, nothing but substantial. But again, that, like that whole thing, like I kept having that critique for everyone, but everyone was like, oh, but Tony Stark made it, so it made sense. I was like, what's the main reason behind Loki's rage in the first one? Thor, who's mm-hmm. barely involved, Thor. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He just kind of shows up. Yeah. In the first one. My brother's going crazy. I need to stop him. Yeah. That's his own justification. That's literally it's, it. If That's Thor it. was in yeah. such a bigger thing, and it goes back to what I was talking about in our intro, that the fact that I had seen Thor two for the first time this week, they just can't seem to write Thor as a character in a way that groups me and is entertaining to watch. Yeah. Right. Well, and, and like I was telling you before, like when I when I rewatched Thor one. Um, I realized like one is Chris garbage. Hemsworth has grown a lot, like um, immensely, Definitely. in fact. Oh yeah. But I'm ready for the next actor to take that role. I'm really ready. Like when I'm, I'm ready like, not only for an aesthetic because I feel like the next actor will actually wear the helmet all the time, and will actually get like a cool wing. That's helmet true. On the yeah. Um, and your bigger but, thing was like, oh, he doesn't really act well. I was like, I feel like it's two things in that yeah. sense. One, he's bogged down in the presence of. Robert Downey Jr. True. Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. Yep. The one thing that this movie did amazing for me is reminding me of how good of a Black Widow Scarlet Witch is. Scarlet Jansen. What did I say? Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. Which I, I've, done, <laughs> I've done that so many times. I don't blame you at all for that one. I've right. made that mistake too many times True. recently. This, this movie reinvigorated my love for ScarJo. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, in terms of an actress, like I just love seeing her Oh, screen. totally. And also, you have to remember the fact that as a character, mm-hmm. you have a god yeah. In the presence of these characters, there's going to be that disconnect. Here's the right? other thing, too, as I realized this week, is I feel like part of the problem is they're trying so hard to not step on any religious toes oh, yeah. with the character That's very that true. they're not willing to commit to the fact that in the Marvel Comics universe, Thor 
and all of his people truly believe themselves to be gods. Like they refer to themselves as Norse gods. Right. And in this, they're like, well, we have a form of science that you guys think is magic. Like they try to convince you that this is a Something science you fiction said, thing. Yeah, I was going to say, so you said hard. it directly that this, they try to convince you so hard that it's like a, a space fantasy when at its root it is pure fantasy. Pure fantasy. Right. And they're too scared to go there. They're too afraid to step on the religious toes of, of Christians, really. That's what it comes down to. I don't blame them for that because I can easily see how that would bog down sales, but I right. really hate it for story because people like us that don't care about that kind of stuff. As it's far like, as it's a fantasy goes, movie I'm going to see. It drags it down. It really yeah. does. Um, I'm still I'm still waiting for the scene where we wind up seeing Thor go true God mode because like there's scenes in the comics where like even um, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but the Marvel uh, Ultimates Ultimate Avengers movies. Mm-mm. They're the animated features that are on they're on Netflix even I think still but um there's a scene where Thor holds his hammer like right mid chest and he rises up into the sky all the skies go from clear to as dark as possible his eyes start glowing blue lightning starts coming out from them and lightning just starts crashing around him like crazy and I feel he like just the summons closest moment we got that is when the first one when he summons the thunder storm to, to stop the aliens yeah, yeah yeah and that like happened for a second and then it's we, like where did he go on screen yeah. Yeah. Thor where did I'm, you go I'm waiting for the moment where we actually get to see the true god of thunder might rain down upon right, enemies right, and right. I haven't seen it yet yeah. going into your thoughts something that you said earlier today which I was honestly thinking and you justified it is that it's Avengers 2 is basically the same movie. It's the, the same formula. It's the same it formula. Um, Avengers 1 had the action sequence at the beginning, Loki versus S.H.I.E.L.D. This movie had Avengers versus Hydra. Then we have a lull where we build up the tension. Then we have Hulk goes crazy and everyone needs to stop him. Yep. Then we have another lull of tension. Then we have cat- catastrophe over the city, like literally directly over a city. That's the formula they followed for both films, exactly to a, a T. So it's just like and when I realized Iron Man that, almost dies in both of them. In both of them, and Iron yeah. Man's the key person to take down the, the problem because right. in, in this one he stops the event from happening. Essentially, him and Thor together, which again is the exact same situation as the previous film. Thor and Cap or Thor and Iron Man are both solving the problem while right. everyone else is taking care of little things. It's like Joss didn't know what to do, so he just took the same math problem from the first one. And copied it and then rewrote the story in between them. Absolutely. True. Which isn't bad, but it, like it's obvious. That's the problem. It, like It took me a day to realize that. One day, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. Fuck, it's the same thing. Um, something else I was realizing, too, is I wonder partially if they were trying to make audiences feel that way. You know, half of our group loved it. Half of our group felt really unsure of it. And I wonder if they're trying to set up an emotional state for Civil War. I, I had that realization. I'm like, if oh that's my the God, case, that's brilliant. That's yeah, deep. if that's the case, this is amazing work. That's very. I'm still uh, wow. where I feel emotionally, but I'm just like, I wonder if they want that. That's really deep. <laughs> I know, but I'm like, a <laughs> Joss Whedon's the kind of yeah. Oh, he would totally. Yeah, he would off. totally try to, to go yeah. for that. So when I had that epiphany, I was like, okay, it's not nearly as bad as I thought. If that's the route they're going, but I can't tell if that's where we're going. But I just right. know that's how audiences are reacting, and that's True. a good thing, regardless. Something I was disappointed by and mm-hmm. also at the same time I understood yeah. is that there wasn't much build up towards Civil War as I thought there was going to be yes and no um, a lot of it is just planting the seed that's the that's problem really is, is, is right. a lot of this wasn't like oh we see the politicians moving that direction or anything like it, it was literally just okay we Tension got a bunch two. more right. characters introduced we got a formal form of an Avengers Academy by the end which that's the only like 
quote unquote spoilers you only see it for two seconds so i'm not going to say it's like a huge thing right um and then we got the tension building between cap and uh stark like the whole like you make a lot of rash decisions based on like previous experiences whereas like cap is pretty calculated in what he does he doesn't do things rashly because he's panicking one of my favorite lines from the original mm-hmm. avengers is how um they're arguing and cap was talking about how like he's not willing to put his or stark isn't willing to put his life on the line to save everyone caps or stark is just like i would just rather cut the line yeah like just avoid yeah. the problem as much as possible mm-hmm. yeah and it just shows this the the differing um, um, ideology yeah of the two characters absolutely Cap's will do the right thing all the way up to the point to where he dies, whereas Stark is unwilling to sacrifice himself for the sake of everyone else. Right. He's got too much of an ego. Um, he thinks he's more important than, say, a thousand people. He's one of those kind of people. Take away the suit. What are you, billion playboy th- th- genius uh, philanthropist? Like, it's yeah, like, yeah, it's true. like that clearly is you saying, like, I'm too valuable to lose. Right. I don't know. It, yeah. it seemed like they, in my opinion, it seemed like by the end of age of ultron they almost resolved too much between the two of them that's true because that scene where they're all buddy buddy at Mm. the end it was kind of weird it was but knowing what's coming right seeing the progression like zane was saying throughout the whole movie of these little seeds being planted and the The tiny fact that between the the, the scene that really hit hard for me was actually when they're cutting wood and we saw that scene so long ago i know we did but like in the theater, seeing it was really cool because I mean, for one, like Cap gets so frustrated, he just grabs a log and, and rips, rips it, it in half, half. Yeah, and just that stares down. That was one of the comedic Stark. moments I love too. Oh, when absolutely. Stark's walking away, and he's like, "Don't touch my pile. Don't yeah, see up my his pile. pile is smaller, it's so tiny yeah. compared to Cap's." Because Cap's just been one swinging the axe with yeah. one arm, and or then just tearing wood apart. Wood apart because he's so frustrated. Yeah. It's, but you can tell there's a harsh tension building between the two, and like we saw it earlier on in the film. But you're right, like the, mm-hmm. the re- resolution at the end just felt so like everything's okay. It's it's like they had to give the viewers like something happy to hang. Well, on and that's to. I mean what it was. They wanted to yeah. resolve it in the happy ending sort of way. But I agree. Like there For should the have been a lot more. General audience who doesn't know what's coming. Yeah, basically that's yeah. true. I was talking to people and then people were like, "Wait, Cap Three has already been announced." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all the way through twenty twenty, actually. Every so, movie yeah. that they're gonna make Seriously, is already been all, announced. All, actually, twenty nineteen. But yeah. Um, let's just run through some numbers here real quick. Um, preview night. Movie scored twenty seven point six million, which made it the sixth. That was the part highest. we contributed to. Yep, go us. Sixth highest yeah. uh, opening night ever. Yep. Yeah. Opening day. Yep. Eighty four million, which was the second highest of all time behind Harry Potter Seven Part Two. Mm-hmm. Opening weekend. Currently, we are sitting at one hundred. As of this morning. As of this morning, we're sitting at one hundred eighty seven million, which is the second highest ever behind the original Avengers. So it'll be interesting to see if they gain enough money today. To push this to number one. And let me put this this way. Uh, preview night, which only had showings from um, 7 p.m. onward, made 20 or almost 30. Then we had Friday making around 60, which people worked. You assume that. Then uh, Saturday, it made 100 million across the whole day. And that that's is with the Pacquiao and Mayweather Pacquiao fight. Pacquiao right. And also looking at other like um, big things that are going to draw away from the focus of the movie. You had the NFL draft, that's right. NBA playoffs, yep. NHL playoffs. Yep. So, and then we have today all the way to get through. If they can, let's put it this way: if they make uh, thirty million or more, they'll break their old record. So in my mind, I'm like, oh, they only made 180 million. They made 180 million, which is still massive. After making yeah. 200 million last weekend in just Europe alone, what was right. the figure for international up to this point? Eight, eight, eight hundred. No, 
Six, six, six hundred million, six hundred million yeah, yeah. up to this point in all international territories. That are so far, so well, far. they've already taken the money that they spent on the movie. They've already made two thirds of the money of Furious Seven in four weeks. Yeah, Furious Seven in four weeks made eight hundred. Avengers in a weekend and a half technically made two thirds of that. So we will see the actual figures tomorrow. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk this week and even going up to the film about how, and I, I really did like and emphasize with this is the mm-hmm. fact that. It was actually even a focus of the movie is that you actually see the Avengers saving people. I loved that. I, my favorite moment actually from that kind of mentality was the moment when uh, Hulkbuster and Hulk are throwing down. Tony scans an entire skyscraper. That was awesome. And then buys it in that exact same moment as he's flying towards it to drop Hulk straight through it to try and knock him unconscious. Yeah. And I was like, yes. Like, yeah, if you're going to destroy something, you might as well make sure no one's going to get hurt. Right. And it was brilliant the way it was set up. Um, there's also the moment is, and it's done so brilliant. Like mm-hmm. I really want a Hulk solo film because Mark Ruffalo is such a good Bruce Banner. All, you do you know the reason why there won't be? Because Universal yeah. still owns the rights. Okay. Yeah, I think we actually talked about that last week. We might have. Yeah, we touched on um, that. I think. Ruffalo is actually like psychologically traumatized whenever yes. Hulk guilt-ridden, traumatized. Never once I, I there was even a line that Black Widow said in their forced romance scenes that I was like, Yes. Like, yes, you nailed it on the head. And that was when she was like, you know, I tend to know people who try to prove they're the biggest and baddest man out there. You avoid every fight because you know you'll win every single one. Right. That was that such was a brilliant line. Well placed. So let's so take a good. second to talk about that. This is I feel like where the this, this spoilers yeah. start kind of just yeah we're gonna get a little bit more spoilery here, as but, um, time goes on. So a, if this you don't is a want it, one, but um, the romance between Scarlet or yeah, Black, yeah, Widow yeah. Black Widow, Black Widow, almost did it again. Natasha Romanoff, <laughs> Natasha Romanoff, and Bruce Banner. What were your thoughts on that? I'll let you go first. Um, again, this is coming from somebody who doesn't know a ton about Marvel stuff, but as far as the film went itself, I felt like the the in-universe relationship was kind of pushed onto the audience. Yeah. the Like, I think it was Cody earlier who was saying that um, Mark and Scarlet themselves, like, just acting-wise, they had great chemistry. Yeah. They they Ruffalo were they Johansson, were perfect. They were had such a good chemistry between the just two actors. The awkward tension, the 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 knowing, like yeah, they're both in it. They want they want this, but both of them are aware of the dangers of going any further with this. Right. I don't know. It's like it just it just seems like the relationship was something that some fans were interested in, so they kind of decided to capitalize on it and kind of push it towards the audience a little bit more. I would also I, add I don't know how this, to phrase the, it. The the, the the scenes in which they performed those, the moments that happened felt kind of forced because they were just sort That's of like true. the one, especially at Hawkeye's home felt really forced. Like that one was like, okay, they're hanging out at Hawkeye's home and uh, okay. Talking about taking a shower together. Yeah. Talking about it's, taking it a was a really together. random scene where they were at in the film when, yeah, when exactly. everybody's kind of on a down because of they've, they've just, been getting they their ass kicked. Beaten. They're not sure where to go from They're now, just kind of hanging like, out. Everybody's pissed off at Tony. You yep. know, it was just a very weird placement for such a scene like that. You know, the entire yeah. romance is just such a weird placement in everything in the film. You look at the tone that we were going and expecting mm-hmm. that the Avengers are going to get torn down. Ultron's going to be this giant menacing force, and we're going to see them rise up and take everything back to the 
tone that we were presented with, mm-hmm. which was that seated everywhere and an overall comedic one-liner, Ridden. sarcastic, yeah, kind of ish film. And then you just throw a random romance that felt really weird and out of place. Yeah, but it's so hard for me because at the same time I was like, these two characters clearly do forced, care. Yeah, but at the same time, like we've already said, the acting of it and the chemistry between them was brilliant. Really good. Honestly. Yeah, true. Um. Well, and I made the joke earlier, like, it kind of is logical to the point where, like, Black Widow has seen so much death and has nerves of steel to the point where she needs someone to excite her. The only thing on the planet that would excite her is someone who could turn into something like that. Someone like Mark Ruffalo's I character, do love the whole Bruce Banner, of the right. lullaby too. Is the, that yeah, the lullaby. Natasha, it's, it's has an evolution created, of the old Betty Ross moments. Right, right, has created a way to forcibly almost change Bruce, ba- Bruce back. Bruce back, yeah. So that's good. The only thing I would expect or hope from future Hulk appearances of any kind is that we get to see the moments where it's been mostly presented in the animations, but Bruce or Hulk winds up seeing a reflection like in a window or something and winds up having a conversation with the other mm-hmm. so that they kind of develop much more of that like oh i am one person two minds sure because i had a split but we are the same person we should have the same best interest for ourselves right and that would be the natural progression from here going forward honestly for that character um yeah i don't know especially like, where he ended in the movie without yeah. without saying anything spoilery but Especially the situation he is in at the end of the film. Yeah. It's and, it, and it does set up the future. Definitely. Like, yeah. I mean, he's not supposed to, like, you know, he's especially, we can't do it without spoiling it, yeah. so I'll, I'll wait a little bit more before I go into that part, but yeah. I'll come back to this point later. Definitely. It's just, yeah, you're right. It, it sets itself up really well. I think right. the final thing I would like to touch on before we actually start going into the spoilers and everything Agreed. is the um, announcement or just kind of revelation that Loki was supposed to be in the film. Yeah, there was all supposed to be more Wakanda stuff in the film. There was right. supposed to be better explanation on the pit of visions, whatever, the pool of visions. I was there, and then it just kind of happened. Yeah, that was like a five-minute It was scene. like, oh, I have to go find somebody. He talks to friggin', um, uh, what's his name? The doctor. Selvig. Selvig, yeah. Selvig for like 10 seconds, and then suddenly they're at the pool, they're and the then, pool. And then and he then has a vision of, has a vision of, of the Infinity, Infinity stuff. War. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of the next movie. Of Infinity <laughs> stuffs. Yeah. And it was like, uh okay that was really quick and shoved on our face real right. fast i mean hell it has that's the only i've said this before to some people but there's only like a one second moment of a reference to guardians and it's that moment when you see the purple crystal right. that's it and you're like oh okay got it and there's a second reference to what happens in guardians later in the film but it still oh, involves yeah. the yeah exactly yeah. yeah i mean overall as i thought about it more i think i liked it more than i did when i walked out right but I still have my qualms. Yeah. And, and so, like, don't take this away. Like, we're being so um, critical and, critical and, on this film. But at the end of the day, I, I think we all I actually enjoyed, enjoyed it. Enjoyed yeah, it. it was a good but experience, yes. I think as a whole, we didn't enjoy it as much as we were expecting. Yeah. 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 And again, going back to the name of Anthony's written review, which, again, you can find on the site already. Mm-hmm. This whole movie... And hell, this goes back to like shit like Watchdogs and like we said already. Everything that's been hyped, Destiny, ever, yeah. like everything that's had too much hype about it, yep. it has had this problem. It's and been I very think prominent. it's the most, uh, that statement is the most accurate one mm-hmm. ever about those kind of things. Definitely. You see all the like the reports coming out now that we shouldn't be like pre ordering games and we should wait for stuff to come out. And it's just, 
depending on the title. The human, yeah. <laughs> the human race, like it's stuff gets shoved into our face, and we we'll react how we want to, and we mm-hmm. put a perception in our mind of how we would like stuff to end up. Yep. And when that doesn't happen, we get mad at the developer, right? Yeah. Because the developer or the director in this case apparently should be able to read our mind. True. And that's not the director's fault. I mean, in, in all regards, it's our fault. Technically, yes. And I've, I've openly admitted this to myself. I, I admitted it to myself during my review even. Um, I guess with that, let's just go on and get into spoilers. So you've been warned. If uh, you're leaving, thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. If you're staying, let's get into it. Um, spoilers, 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 spoilers. Tony Stark dies. Nope, that's not nope, a real spoiler. Nope. But uh, the one I was going to talk about was... I was really hoping this movie was going to skip including an Infinity Stone for the sake of really building the the tension between the characters for Civil War. Like, focus on the next thing, not the thing that's, like, way, way out in there. the future. I feel right. like I'm opposite of that because I feel like it's something they need to start building now because all of Phase 3 is going to be building it. Well, that's the thing. is I, Since we have about eight movies before we hit Infinity War... That's true. There's so many more opportunities to introduce stones. This one should have been about making a menacing villain, building a tension between the team, setting up your civil war because civil war is going to be the next big earth-shattering moment between the universe. So for me, when they were like, they chose to turn the, the, the stone within the scepter into an infinity stone by pulling the cop out of like, the blue one's actually just a protective seal around the real stone. And then the mind gem came out and I was like, fuck, are you like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I was so livid by that, but that's just personal, and I I admitted like I was wrong. They went with fan opinion, fan thought. I'm okay. Like I understand why that needs to be a thing, but it was a missed opportunity to kind of also pull a rug out on people and keep their, them on their toes. Absolutely, that's fair. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm no kind problem. of I'm between you guys. Yeah, I'm not I'm not disappointed or I'm not. I don't think it was rushed per se. Mm-hmm. I I think it had just enough. I think the one thing they could have probably held off on. I think they could have just like confirm that it was a stone and just left it at that instead at the end of the movie I, if i remember right there's mm-hmm. a there's a quote that i think i think it might have been thor who says it yep. where he's like i think it's safe i think it's safe with vision yeah i think well, he I says think that, yeah four of the infinity stones have now been revealed right throughout the cinematic we had yep. space with the tesseract yep we which had, is now okay we'll all, all we'll, we'll say where they are too space is currently with heimdall that's how he got the the bridge back mm-hmm. on right um, we've got the Aether power. Yeah, power. that's that's Aether. Well, oh, power's purple. Sorry, power's power is purple. Was when Guardians. Yeah, which is currently with the uh, Nova Core. Yep. At the end of Guardians, we have the Aether, which I think reality. Reality, yeah. Which yeah. is currently with the Collector. With his Collector, unless we don't know, because uh, in Guardians, the Collector's base got attacked, and we don't really know what the status is right. after that attack. Right. So I'm not and sure where that we one have exactly at. The Mind, which was the one that was in. This movie. Loki staff, which is currently with the Vision. Yep. And we can mm-hmm. go into that now. What are your guys' thoughts on the Vision overall? I love it. I like I, it. I, like I it. absolutely loved his presentation and the way he portrayed himself on My this My only problem Definitely. with this, and we have the same problem with this, is yep. that when the characters introduced, they're just like name throwing vision every other word without him admitting that he's taking that name yeah, yeah. that was my problem is that we had because it never really got thor said in except for oh, i had thor a vision and they're like what was in your vision oh this. my god and he's, he's like this and he kind of points at the stone and then he's like all the stones and then yeah and then near the end like we had ultron constantly be like you were not the vision that i planned on having like it was like this like kept throwing it around but yeah vision never actually said like you can call me the vision and then same regard 
Scarlet yeah. Witch or Quicksilver, the names were never mentioned throughout the movie, which was a little weird. Yeah. They were always just referred to as the Maximoff. Then again, then again, that's fair. Um, they didn't really have time to it's, establish they're, that. They're still yeah, technically, kinda. in my opinion, in their origin. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's kind of what yeah. I was thinking too. Because I feel like at the end, when we see Scarlet Witch in her actual in her costume, new uniform, yeah, totally. that's when she gets named Scarlet Witch. Right? Yeah, one of my favorite moments of the movie, mm-hmm. which was a little goofy, is when they're during the final battle. Yep. And Hawkeye and her kind of have that moment. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's a brilliant line in the sense where he's like. I think it's a brilliant line for the film, but I also felt like it was a little bit derived from the actor's point of view, and that felt True. like, oh, <laughs> I'm walking out of the wall. bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. That's yeah, kinda, like that's that. True. When yeah. I when I really thought about, it, I was like, that kind of just feels like any actor in this film opinion on this film. A lot of, and it, I was like, yeah. God damn but it! At like, the end of it, really? the, you walk out that door and you're an Avenger. Yeah, and there's that moment where Hawkeye's getting fucked. She walks out that door and just murders everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's also that moment, like, right after, which was one of my favorite comedic moments of I the film. It. When Quicksilver, I don't picks know where up, exactly, picks he up her. Picks up her and takes her back to the, the main fight. And ha- and she, he's just like, have fun catching up. And, like, Hawkeye's like, god damn it. And starts bitching as he runs on. <laughs> and he's knowing it. He's just like, I could kill you right, right now. now. Nobody, Nobody would know. No, no, no. He was killed by a robot. It was really sad. We're all going to miss him. I'm going to miss yeah. him so much. Yep. <laughs> Well, and then, like, we saw in articles, like, Joss Whedon did such a good job of trying to hammer home that Hawkeye's going to die. We got to see his actual backstory. It kind of justified His backstory was brilliant, first so of good. all. So the good. The fact that I agree. he has this secret little home. With a wife and kids. Yeah, it was and fantastic. Then like, the fact that he's just like, yeah, like, Fury yeah. let me keep all of this off record. Yeah. yeah. Everything. And he helped me set up so that no one would ever know about this. Right. right. I was like, that explains that was exactly well why you haven't been appearing that much. Yeah. You've been with your family. Like, it wasn't stated, but it's pretty easily to, to surmise, like, was, oh, he was being a dad. Right. It was very <laughs> like, well done. That's one of the more well-placed aspects of that film. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But then, again, like, people thought, oh, they're telling him all, telling us this backstory so that we can be more distraught when he's when he dies. And then they set it up where it was totally going to happen. That was such yeah. an and obvious then, setup, too. That it whole was, movie. Yeah. Well, that's and then, why I knew Well, obviously, that's... The that's brilliant exactly part of it, at. almost, is the fact that they've set it up the entire movie, and at the very end, Quicksilver saves. swoops in, saves Hawkeye and that kid, and Which I was like, you couldn't himself. take another step forward, Quicksilver. Like, you only had one more footfall, and you would have yeah. been safe. Right. Like, for somebody who's that fast... Yeah, you, you that's, <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at, too. I'm like, Comic really? book logic, come on. <laughs> but then again, like, okay, so we know Quicksilver quote-unquote died he right. fell with a bunch of bullet holes let's put it that way yeah we Whedon never saw like, a grave joss Whedon, the, i'll pull up the article right now yeah yeah but someone made the point that we never saw his his um grave, his grave or anything and his, the quote was we didn't what oh that's true yeah <laughs> well and then what's funny what's funny too is like i made the, I, I surmise there's two possibilities how are they're bringing him back because they're not done with him no like definitely. let's be real let's he's not done you don't introduce a character with an actor like that of Aaron Taylor Johnson and just go, yeah, he's dead in the first appearance. Yeah, and barely had a very barely, small part yeah, during the and movie. And barely That's had parts true. in the film. So um, one is that they have tissue regeneration technology. The cradle, They right? showed it. Yeah, the cradle. Yeah. We saw the, the little mini one that was repairing yep. uh, Hawkeye's, Hawkeye's and massive wound. Yeah. And then it straight up makes vision. And then it makes vision, yeah. It, it generates an artificial life form. But yeah. we have that. And then we also have... The fact that we haven't really seen the full extent of Scarlet Witch's powers, and we, and comic book fans will know, all of us will know that her powers are far greater than just telepathy and telekinesis. She has full-on reality-altering abilities mm-hmm. and what's known as chaos magic because it adjusts the probability of items. So, for instance, kind of like the uh, what is it, the Schrodinger's cat or whatever that's like in the box, and you, is it dead or alive? Who knows? 
she's able to change the probability to make it the most unlikely scenario inside that box. So that's yeah. kind of like that's one way to look you at her the box and it's a gecko. Exactly. Like it's <laughs> yeah. it's weird. Like so she has that kind of ability. So she can completely just go, My brother's not dead. And then suddenly her brother walks out of the room next to you. Like what? What? Yeah. yeah so like they can easily go that route and then make her a threat. That later. was one of my favorite moments in the movie too, is when um Ultron's like wounded in the train and she walks up. Mm-hmm. And like he's talking about how how does it feel to die and okay. she just goes. Which she I kills just his did. main body. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fucking rips out his heart with the space Pull. magic thing was so cool. Yeah, with yeah. the telekinesis awesome. portion. Even though she left her post, and yeah. that's the reason why the one agreed. The like one I was like, God damn it, could hit the switch. You know. Yeah. You fucking cunt. You had one job. <laughs> right. And then um, the whole premise of the big threat in the movie with lifting up a chunk of that's the what earth, i mean is like that he was, was obsessed that was cool well but i, I didn't that. like that it was because he was so obsessed with how the dinosaurs died yeah no he was obsessed with meteors and their properties and their destructive force I know, and he basically made the beauty eh. in a natural event such as a I me mean, i was so i was like so this mass future ai tech that's the best he is obsessed with. with the most low-tech way to annihilate people yeah got it but in a way, it's like you're looking at natural destruction here. You're taking a chunk of the earth, lifting it up, and then dropping it at such a force that right, it annihilates right. essentially the entire world. Right. I like that part. I kind of hated it, really, because like, you have the ability to create billions of yourself and actually fight a real war. Right. And prove that you're stronger and better than everyone else. But no, you want nature to take its course. And really, like, that's not the core of Ultron. That's what I'm, I'm kind of getting back to the point of, like, we didn't have the Ultron we should have had. Yeah, Absolutely. very true. And that was the biggest point for me why we didn't have that. I was also not expecting him to fucking straight up reference Pinocchio and their, the lack of strings throughout the entire Sing thing. Sing the fucking lullaby in the original tune without the eeriness. He didn't use the minor chords. He used the majors to make it seem like it's just happy-go-lucky. Yeah. I was like, God damn. And then it's like, throw the actual just di- or the audio from I know. the Disney yeah, version. that's very like, true. Really? This yeah. is what you're doing right now? Yeah, that bothered me a little bit too. But, I think that's really um, the bottom line as far as atmosphere of the movie goes right. is that we, we, didn't re- we didn't get the Ultron that we expected or presented that from was the trailers, needed, like honestly. That was it. Yeah. I feel like the last big, uh, or one of the last big spoilery things we can talk about is the straight-up ending. You basically have the Avengers team disassembled. You have Thor going back to Asgard to figure out what's going on with the Infinity Stones. See, I, Tony's I would call done. It reassembled. Yeah, Tony's done. Yeah. Hulk, at the end of the movie, is flying off in some jet that they can't track. Which, here's a good segue back into what yeah. you were going to get to. Yeah, yeah. So, Hulk, at the end of the film, removes himself from everything. That's the Which thing. the incredible That's, thing at it yeah. is it's not Bruce, it's Hulk. Yeah, it's Hulk sitting in control. Yeah. So theoretically, we're not going to get one at this point because Universal has no plans to touch that franchise again. Right. But if they were to, this would be the prime point to do a Hulk film and show him go on a solo adventure with Hulk taking the predominant role. Definitely. And we'll, we like in the comics, we actually eventually see Hulk get a mentality that is actually his own as well as coherency we mm-hmm. don't have a hulk who's just like hulk smash bram, 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 yeah. roaring we actually wind up with a hulk that reasons surmises comes to conclusions talks with normal language skills mm-hmm. so like this would be the prime without point. caps lock yeah without <laughs> caps lock and so we wind up get we would be in a position to have a film where he develops those skills while also coming to terms with the fact that puny banner is a part of him just like the unstoppable other guy right. is part of him it, it's a great 
it's the perfect jump off point for yeah. Hulk. Just so, seeing him make a the Hulk himself make a conscious decision right. instead of you know being forced to turn back. Well, into and during Bruce that part, we also got like when when she pull, pushes him off the edge and he turns yeah. to Hulk and she's just like, "We need your help, basically. Like yeah. we desperately need your help." And then Hulk helps. That was actually a brilliant moment when Bruce comes and saves Scarlet, and they have mm-hmm. their little moment, and they guess and she's just like, "I adore you." Pushes him off a cliff, yeah. so he'll turn yeah. into Hulk. Yeah. But we need the big guy. Mm-hmm. Um, going into the ending a little bit more, we basically have a new Avenger team. Well, what's was... great is we we got seated throughout the film. We got the the dinner party where we actually had a lot of them te- showing up. And actually, what's funny is I forgot to tell you guys this, but um, the story that uh, War Machine keeps trying to tell that doesn't go over well at the dinner party is actually a comic book that I have. It's two it's two issues that was the 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 telling you why he was not in Avengers. He was in China stopping an AIM uh, group, and that's what it was. Was that story? He's telling everybody like, "Oh, and I dropped the tank on the front." Like that is <laughs> yeah. that is at the end of the issue that's of the funny. last issue. So the fact that they had that in there, I was laughing. I was like, "That's great! You're at least playing with your own comic series that you have that right. pairs with your film." It's, it's very well done. Yeah. So the new Avengers team that we were presented with at the end of the film is Falcon Cap- has red in his wings. Finally, right? it looks so good. Fucking yes, he looks the Falcon awesome. team looks so. So we have his costume and Scarlet Witch's costumes are fucking yes. amazing. So we have. I love that it nods to the modern costume. The modern yeah. costume yeah. Oh, has totally. like the more suit kind of coat yeah. thing going on. Fancy with that, with that without the obnoxious headdress. I, I, yeah. I just learned what the name of that thing was. It starts with a W. It's like a wibble or something. Okay, <laughs> no, that's seriously what it's called. It's like what nuns wear almost. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. So we so, have. Captain America, Blackwood, or Stang. Yeah, they're going to train the new Avengers. Yeah. War Machine. War Machine. Hype, hype, hype. Vision. Vision. Falcon. Falcon. Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. Yep. Well, and correct me if I'm wrong, but don't Vision and Scarlet Witch, aren't they a thing? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. and they alluded to that, actually. Vision's the one to pull her out at the very last moment because she's ready to die. She was ready to, like, I mm-hmm. saved everyone. It's my time to go. Right. And Vision swoops in out of nowhere, grabs her, and takes her away. And okay, it's like, that's true. So we actually got the the, the first C yeah. of like, okay, they're emotionally attached to some degree now. Can right. I also just take a moment to mention how bangable Elizabeth Olsen is? Of course. <laughs> let's let's yes. Just just me- there we go. I Done. think we just reveled in it. Okay, moving on. Boom. Um, yeah. So I, I'm I'm in firm belief that we'll wind up seeing Quicksilver also in De- the new definitely. Avengers team. I, I mean, mean, in one let's way or be the honest, other. None of the old Avengers are going anywhere. No, um, Infinity War will have Iron Man. It'll have Thor. it'll have literally everyone from all of the franchises of all time. Right, that's where we're gonna be in Infinity War. Even like <sighs> the the, sh- the show ones, we're gonna wind up seeing Daredevil, Iron Fist, you Luke think Cage. So? They, oh, I would totally think would about it. Charlie some. Cox is contracted to do Marvel films whenever they ask. Right, we're gonna see him in Civil War, and we're also gonna see him in Infinity War. And Guaranteed. I am loving that. I think yes. that's fucking awesome. Right, I'm so yeah. ready for that. Um. Another thing that I realized when I was surmising all this was we have the two films that deal directly with the Kree Empire, an alien race that heavily has interacted with humans to change them on a genetic level over time. Mm-hmm. Right. Sitting right between the two Infinity War films, we're probably going to have one of the gems pop up during that portion. And what I was thinking is, guess what? We had two brand new Inhumans created from one stone, mm-hmm. the Mind Stone. If it's the time gem that they hold, which is what the one I think they have... Um, I bet you the Terrigen mists that they use to create more of them and the way that they are able to acclimate to the moon's atmosphere that they've created on the dark side of the film, the moon and all that is more than likely that they expose a mist to the time stone 
to generate the, the altering abilities, and it'll probably be the last stone that Thanos needs to create the Infinity Gauntlet proper. Speaking of Thanos and the Infinity Gauntlet, post-credit scene. Awesome. Literally all it is is Thanos opening a vault, putting on the Infinity Gauntlet, and says, fine, I'll finish this myself. Yep. Which everyone was like, how does he have the Infinity Gauntlet? Because the one is in Asgard. I uh, hated this, this apparently response. Apparently there's two, this which was a, is That was bullshit. a stupid response. Yeah. Because in my mind, I'm like, we did have a lot of insurgency into Asgard in the last two Thor film, films. You could have thrown anywhere in there that it got swooped up in yeah, the chaos. It's missing. Any time yeah. in there. But and then you have the logic of, it. well, I guess if you have two Infinity two Gauntlets. Two hands. Which you're going to need two Gauntlets. Sense. Because no. when you have the Gauntlet with all the gems in it, it gives you like the, the power over the power all of a God, the universe. The ethereal... And it's Everything. why you have like half and half. Like, how does how is that supposed <laughs> so to work if you're wearing one with all the gems in it, and then you have a second one it's with empty. all these slots that are empty? Yeah, what is, I was what, I was so upset with. I was like, that's I the would, dumbest response yeah. to this argument. I feel like, I feel like that was like <clears throat> just there was the, the easier, first thing that there was a with. much easier cop out than that. Yeah, and totally. that's the problem is you jumped over the easy one of like, oh, they they wound up stole, stealing it in Thor two, yeah, or oh, they stole it in Thor one. Like, no, you just were like, they had to make it a little. Oh, there's there's two. Yeah, there's two. Yeah, that's, that's because right. gloves. Gloves. It's like, <laughs> it's like gloves. <laughs> really though, you're no. It's, yeah, it's, I was. I wasn't really happy with that yeah. response. But um, I'm trying to remember. I feel like there was one other final thought I had about the film. Um, oh yeah, Soul probably won't be in Doctor Strange. I feel like the Soul will get uh, a reference in Doctor Strange, much in the same way that Strange's name was used in Cap Two. Mm. Uh huh. But because Adam Warlock who is Thanos's original and primary uh, adversary. Yep. The soul gem is inside of him. And we've seen the cocoon for Adam Warlock twice in the collector's vault. So I feel like that's where that's going to come from. Probably during infinity war part one or mm. towards the end of guardians two. I just yeah. love your logic that we're going to see Infinity War basically part one being him building the gauntlet and then part two is this going to be us getting them getting well, the time jab and be like none of it ever happens well and I didn't say that but Andrew said that part oh, yeah, <laughs> Andrew right. threw that out I wasn't thinking that's going to happen when he said that I was like I, I guess that could yeah. be the thing but I, I, that would be a little bit too harsh for me but right. um, no I think Ragnarok is actually going to be Thanos attacking Asgard to get the Tesseract and to find the information about where Ether is, as well as, and then all that stuff. To so get I his second like, gauntlet. Yeah, to get his second gauntlet. <laughs> he needs to oh, wait. That would have been the perfect wait. spot. <laughs> fucking put him attacking and grabbing the gauntlet. Look. God damn it. They had such a good opportunity. <laughs> I'm really no. excited now for Ragnarok after seeing Thor 2 and that revelation that, oh, Loki's the king of Asgard now. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited for that one because we're also going to get Surtur from the the he, essentially he's from the fiery demonic looking place it's not hell but it's surter we did see hell for two seconds in his vision when uh the illusion in his illusion uh-huh. yeah um which is cool because i was just talking about the other day with katie like oh we need to see hell and hell is really cool because hella is a woman who rules hell yeah um or no it's the other way around she's hell and she rules hella so silly what yeah i can't it, it's one of those ways it's one of the other. i can't remember. <laughs> it's it's they they took the original mythology and they slightly alter the names just barely that's how right. the well, comics that work that's interesting um <clears throat> yeah kind of looking forward um the, where does this play stuff and first guess, of all if too. this movie did anything for me mm-hmm. was made me very excited and i say this with all the love in my heart yeah that this was joss whedon's last avengers yeah because I agree. 
Rooster Brothers are going to do incredible. With what they've done in Captain America 2 and the attention to detail and their obsession with making sure that those guys in CinemaSins can't do touch them. Shout out to CinemaSins. I know. <laughs> I know, right? I love that the Russo brothers watch that shit and are like, yeah. no, we're going to fucking beat uh, you. Yeah. Like, we're going to win. Did you ever actually watch oh. the cinnamon ones on Cap oh, yeah. 2? I watched, I watched that one like four times. I loved it. Um, I, I love that they're like, yeah, we only have like 11 problems with the movie and they're, they're nitpicking. Like, sorry, go watch the movie. It's they, so good. The fact that they have to find things to yeah. bitch about. It's, yeah. yeah. It shows like, that we're really trying. <laughs> it's a bright future. Yeah. Definitely. So I'm fucking so excited for so that. So excited for Civil War and so excited for Infinity Technically, Wars. we still have one more phase two film. Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Which I'm very excited about. This whole theme of, of Phase 2 is heroes aren't all they're cracked up to be, mm-hmm. but they're also the f- come from the least likely sources. Definitely. So we have a former criminal becoming a hero in that film, which is great. I, I'm, I can't wait for that one. That's going to be awesome. The past, my past of breaking into, into places, places and, and steal stuff, stuff is behind me. What do you want me to do? I want you to break, break into, into a place and, and steal, steal something. Some stuff. Makes, Makes sense. sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, other excitements, though. Uh, any predictions, I things just, of that nature from this I'm film? I'm excited for Guardians 2. Yeah. I, I just love... I'm excited for everything Phase 3 at this point. Same. Yeah. I, the two I'm most excited for, not counting Infinity War itself, Yeah. Um. Uh, Cap 3 Yep. and Guardians 2. Yes. That's Those are my two that I really... Those really are the two I'm see. most ready to see on screen. Um, I would factor in Doctor Strange. I am so... Yeah. That's going to be really, that one. really cool. Yes, yes, yes. Because we're going to be getting into the stuff that is considered magic in the comics, but right. I, in the comics, they've even touched on the fact that, like, well, technically magic here is a form of science. I mean, which kind of makes sense when you go back to, like, old cauldron stuff. Like, they're using technically chemistry. Right. Early yep. day chemistry. But basically, there was actually an issue I remember having of a... It was like a Black Widow one-shot where she winds up doing some crazy espionage kind of stuff mm. off the grid. But she encounters uh, Baron Mordo, who's the primary rival of Doctor Strange, and he admits, like, technically magic is just manipulation of radiation that you can't see. Right. And I was like, oh. That, okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, like, if they do that with a touch of, like, there's still mysticism involved that you can't understand, but there is some subtle science to it that you don't need to know about technically kind of thing, I'd be right. okay with it. And I just want to see uh, Benedict Cumberbatch do the hand sign. I'm the, excited. The, the I'm excited to see signs. him do strange. It's yeah. gonna be awesome. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm trying to think of any other weird predictions that came out of this film because really, this film for me was just a giant stepping stone. Like I wasn't coming out of it. I didn't feel like it was like, oh, this is a giant event we need to pay. Attention. It was more like you need to pay attention to all the little things going on Here's because they're setting stone. up everything yeah. going forward. That was what I was so excited coming out of the movie. I was like, I am so pumped for Civil War and Infinity War oh, now. Yeah, and Infinity Infinity War is what. 2018 and 19? 2018 and 19. Right. May, both years. Three fucking years away. Yeah. And we're not getting Captain Marvel or Inhumans till then either because they're, ah, they're the second part of 18. Three, why are you so long? Yeah. 17 is huge. Three movies long. Next summer is huge because they. I forgot that Spider-Man takes up that July slot. Yeah. yeah. It's not listed on any of the MCU July calendar stuff. 2017. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. You're talking to the the Spider-Man guy. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm aware. Yeah. No, because then that would be competing with themselves because Thor is in July 2017 now. Because I I've been, I looked it up earlier this week. Um, yeah. See, even the save <laughs> save timeline. <laughs> Come on, render. There we go. Um, yeah, because we got Civil War next year. We've got. Strange, November of next year. Then we have 
Yeah, Thor Ragnarok is July of 2017. Yep, There's right. no way Spider-Man can sit there either. Spider-Man's supposed to take up that slot because they're they're booked May, July, November for the next for two year, the two years that follow. Mm-hmm. Unless it's no, it's I have not it there. right here. Okay, 2017, May 5th, Guardians of the Galaxy two. Yep. July 27th, Spider-Man. Oh, that's November right. November pushed back. It got pushed back. Ragnarok. You're right. <laughs> Who's because, Spider-Man good man guy now? No, no. <laughs> I forgot about that because they made the announcement and then they said everything shifted the, forward. Four is the one yeah, that got pushed back. Because yeah. um, Black Panther got pushed off. Uh, Black Panther's well. 2018 now. Oh, really? Wow. God, that is so awkward. So then did Avengers Infinity War Part 2 get pushed back to July? Here's what, So this is everything. Yeah, give me the revised. Okay, so no one has let's just start for phase it three. Yeah. Scratch. Yeah, yeah. 2016... May, May 6th, 6th Civil, Civil War, War. Yep. November 4th Doctor Strange. Yep. 2017, May 5th Guardians 2, July 27th Spider-Man, November 3rd That's Thor right. Ragnarok. Yep. I yep. 2018, May 4th Infinity War Part 1, July 6th Black Panther, mm-hmm. November 2nd uh Captain Marvel. That's going to fuck so much shit up because yeah, they, they had planned Black Panther before the first Infinity War. It gets even better. God, May 3rd it. Infinity War Part 2. July twelfth, Inhumans. Huh. Inhumans happens oh, after. after, after I, I think now. that might have just fucked everything up because, like, it was well placed enough in a way that made it cohe- so coherent. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, this isn't set in stone. I feel right. like we'll, that's true. Potentially see some fluctuations. I mean, and they Even could they always are... move the scene around so that, like, say the Inhumans get attacked in Infinity War Part 2, and then we see the feature film about them after. I mean, they could do that. They're pretty set on their May being their big films of every year. Yeah, of course. That's true. I feel like they should be acceptable to shift them around a little bit. Interesting changes. Yeah, it's kind of frustrating, actually. (laughs) You had the perfect plan, and then you made your plan more perfect, which actually fucked everything up. Yeah, kind of. I mean, because like it would have made sense to put Spider in immediately after Civil War. Yeah, immediately following because you would set him up. But in then you got to think War. about it. Like that movie is out, or if it was in July 2016, they would have already had casting done. They would have need to be already filming the movie. Well, True. technically, we don't know what it would have entailed if it was in a high school. Like, I mean, most Marvel films tend to take two months, yeah, um, to film, and that's it. Like, they could have easily done it. Like, mm-hmm. we've seen them smash out films in, with less, right? I mean, they could have. They would have basically just had to have gone with a formula similar to Iron Man One, which wouldn't have been bad. No, not at all for a starting up character. Um, Yeah, I don't know though. I'm just at a point though where I'm like, okay, so now the next step is Tony's going to start up Shield again, yeah, um, and become director, and And that's going to be a directive probably given to him by the U.S. government. And Steve's going to die. And Steve's going to die. That happens. That's like an aftermath thing from Civil War, right? He gets assassinated, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. During Civil War, we're actually going to see some background. We might see Red Skull come back because that's the storyline he's supposed to come back in. Right. Um, please, 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 please. I know, right? Um, that was Hugo Weaving, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. That was. But Hugo Weaving said he doesn't want to come back in the role, which they could easily find another great villain character Definitely. to play the part, so long as he gets some the same. I mean, tone. you're right. You're you're a red guy. <laughs> just you have a red skull right, on like. your face. Really, yeah. you just got to be German. Can you do German with a mask on? <laughs> Can you do that? <laughs> Yeah. No, I only do French. I only I only do French. <laughs> this is my time to shine, guys. <laughs> so another thing that this I want to bring up real quick is the working title for Guardians 2 is actually Guardians of the Galaxy 3000, which is another comic book that they've done before. 
I don't know how to feel about that because that would also insinuate that they're doing a different lineup, but they're not. Obviously, we know for a fact they're not. So yeah. I don't like that title. I just want to put that. Out there. I don't <laughs> no, like no I'm title. with you on that one. Like they could, I, I really actually even enjoy just the simple Guardians too with the the scratched on look yeah. and everything. I was like, that works. That that nails your themes really I well. Love, I love Guardians of the Galaxy. So good. Um, I'll watch it one of these days. You need to. I'll watch it uh, 20, 12 hours before Guardians two comes out. Or you'll watch it like <laughs> sometime soon, like tomorrow. I'm not gonna watch it tomorrow. <laughs> tonight. Got too much going on tonight. Right now. Start watching it right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't really feel like I have much more to say on the movie. Like Google we Pirate got Guardians of the Galaxy. I've got it. I can give you the the D, the Blu-ray, buddy. I know. I also have the Blu-ray. <laughs> like it's right there. Like I can see it from here. Um, Cody, it's, final it's, thoughts, it's right I guess, there. on the movie itself. Um, simplified summaries, I guess, for people. I liked that it was a stepping stone because that's what the phases are in right, the Marvel Cinematic right. Universe. I I like what they did. I like the seeds they planted. True. It wasn't what I expected, but it accomplished a job it set off to do. Yeah, that's pretty much what I have to say about it. Cool, Cody. It wasn't what I expected. I honestly hated the comedic aspects of it by the end of the film. Which we do have to note this because yeah. we didn't talk about yeah, this. One of the most brilliant scenes in the movie. <laughs> is, oh, okay, so yeah. the we've hammer? seen the trailer yeah. um, a million times of how at the big there's a, they're having a little party and everyone's trying to lift up Thor's hammer. There was a brilliant moment in that where Cap almost does. I have to also say a point during that part that made me laugh hysterically was the banner trying and then faking everyone out by. Tr- faking he's roaring and like about to turn into hulk yeah. and everyone gets terrified and he that just was says like ah i'm sorry that was, <laughs> <laughs> that was like hilarious. i lost it on that one too was, so that he puts good. on his arm he's like <laughs> you know what okay i want to say that too real quick that pissed me off the the stark one he only grabbed his glove it wasn't helping his actual strength he yeah. was like he put the jets on it sure but you're like you have an entire armor yeah. Put it on. It enhances your entire strength. You lift cars with it. Like, <laughs> yeah. If you want to get stronger, put your fucking suit on. Yeah, that was kind of not dumb. just a glove. <laughs> and then I did, but I did like the banter between him and uh, Rhodey during that scene. Right. Come on, man, just represent. But <laughs> <laughs> this the oh. the face that Thor has when oh, yeah. Steve kind of nudges it a yeah. little bit. It's that like terror, and then he like doesn't do it, and it's that this absolute shock, like, shock and grin. Like yes. And then <laughs> two hours later into the movie, mm-hmm. Vision is introduced. And just lifts up Thor's hammer nonchalantly no, no. and gives it even back to better, him. Even better, even better was the fact it? like or something. No, he remember. just like let's go. Has it just in his hand? Yeah, that, gives it, it, was, it, to it was one of those oh, things God. where he kind of like swiped it from Thor without Thor yeah. noticing. Everyone's just like talking and trying to figure out judge of character on the vision. Yeah. immediately, and he just is like, so shouldn't we get started? And just hands the hammer to Thor, and, and this... Thor just like looks back and forth like, <laughs> how like the how fuck it... did he take it from me? <laughs> I just like how it just like shows the camera over, it pans over to all the Avengers, and they just like. Dumbfounded, <laughs> like, oh, okay. I also okay. <laughs> love the moment in the final fight with Ultron that Vision mm. just totally uses his hammer. Just, oh, yeah, that was great. That, that was cool. Sweet. That was and really I think cool. I've stalled you long enough, and then just Vision, boom. It's oh, awesome. I'm so happy uh, with Paul uh, Bettany as Vision. Dance so good. He doesn't know that line. Go watch Guardians of the Galaxy. I can't right now. Um, One of the other. There's um, a dance off. It is. It's it's magical. It's so good. (laughs) One of the other cool things I really liked about it, since Jarvis obviously can't be Tony's AI during the final fight. We got two different AIs that he used during the course of the film, and we saw many more in little cards. Little chippy chips. I like that a lot. So we got to see Friday, which is a a play on a. a, a, That was actually an Easter egg character because Tony in the comics has used 
an AI named Friday in the past, as right. well as one named Veronica, um, which I also thought was kind of a nod at the Justin Hammer stuff from Iron Man 2, because like he made a weapon and he called it the ex-wife. And Veronica comes off as someone he had an interaction in the past with that was so that's true destructive with his life that he made an armor and was like, you know what, Veronica. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we got Friday, which is supposed to be a play on like that's my girl Friday, like that old phrase about like the person that you hang out with every weekend. Right. right. Um, and I love that. I just thought that was cool. But yeah, going back, not didn't meet my expectations. My favorite moments of the film and mm-hmm. the part I felt most invested in throughout was the twins, and I felt like they weren't nearly as involved as they could have been. I really hope that the, maybe those deleted scenes and, and cut parts were absolutely yeah definitely involved. Um, something we really haven't mentioned now. Um, I felt like the the fight between um, Hulkbuster and Hulk was honestly too drawn out. I can agree. There was some of those moments when they, they could have cut out a little bit. Like I liked the majority of it. But I do feel like there was pieces that were a little excessive. Yeah. Um, Again, it goes back to the random comedic moments and the one-liners thrown in throughout. I did like the one he had during that fight. The go to sleep one. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. I also like to go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just punching him repeatedly. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. The two one-liners during that fight. Yeah. I loved those ones. Yeah. I've honestly forgotten all the. I'm sorry. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, oh, he just I'm gets sorry. so timid. It's, it's so well done. It's amazing. Oh. So uh, it's difficult because, like, it sounds like half the time when we're getting complaining that we hated the film, but we kind of I regrettably I'm loved loving it. to hate this film. Honestly, regrettably hate loved it. Regrettably yeah. loved it is kind of how I feel. Sort of. My I guess. final note, and I mentioned this before, yeah. is that um, I love ScarJo. I know so much. <laughs> See, I I love Jeremy Renner. Same. He killed it in this film. Every single he one did. of these actors did brilliantly. I was so disappointed in previous installments that Hawkeye never got enough time. That he was kind of relegated to tiny roles because I was even thinking yeah. about the first well, Avengers one. He was in it for two seconds. It felt like he was just to introduce the character. And in the Avengers one, he was the bitch character of getting mind control. I loved. Loki. I loved the moments in this film when he's like, "Never again," and he just like. Yeah, gets he her on the forehead, and he's like, oh. I, "I've been through this once before." I was Never like, again. "Yes," <laughs> but um, he learned his lesson. We also actually got to finally see the snarky Hawkeye that I've known from the comics yep. and the cartoons for so again, many years. That moment of, I could kill you right now. Oh, Nobody could, would no. know. <laughs> and then like him bitching as he starts hoofing it. He's like, "Yeah, yeah. yeah. everyone says to do this." I'm just like, "Yes, complain, please, That's complain perfect. more." Yeah. It's, it's Hawkeye. <sighs> I, um, I still go for it. Again, going with the whole why but yeah that was awesome <clears throat> yeah I, I really do love that part when he's talking to scarlet witch where he's like shit doesn't make sense but then he like totally transitions to you walk out but the we door. have to but do gotta, our job we gotta do what we have to do yeah you walk out and the then door, he slings yeah. out the super arrows yeah like it's like 30 arrows yeah. on one band <laughs> and he's just like i just drops like a ton of guys at once i was like okay cool all right well done um <laughs> yeah i it's silly because, like, I walked out the same feeling you had. Just that, I was like, just general like, dissatisfaction. So disappointed, like, like they didn't hit the points it. I wanted. Right. But in, in retrospect, the more I've thought about it, the more I've appreciated the scenes I did see and did enjoy. Yeah. And I also, I think part of it was that I forgot the the the, the one liners that bothered me. I just flat out forgot them because I can't. I also even think I'm like I can't think of the words. That's, I can't think of the. We line. were actually talking about that in the parking lot, because right when it ended, I was like, "That was pretty cool. That was that was not bad at all." And then once we were getting into the parking lot, I was like, now that the one-liners are, like, wearing off, it's like, what? what? You know, you just, yeah. got, you just got that, huh, 
you have yeah. this movie, and let's be honest, Avengers 1 was the most successful film of all time. So good, yeah. You're following that up. Absolutely. Like, I understand right. that. You can't follow that up, honestly. True. You you had this sense of the Avengers and this this the original movie and this this ultimate feel of oh my god this is happening yeah. all these characters are together yeah it's like a, it's like a 10 year plan and it's like coming to fruition and it's really cool to see and you have it this is. one which yeah. was the 15 year plan of that 10 year plan and mm-hmm. it, part 2 of part 12 two, nine and a half was it a good movie yes absolutely was it the Avengers 2 I wanted? No. No. And I feel like that's the final thought for all of us. Yeah. Go um, see the movie. It definitely, you have everyone definitely. needs to see this film. Yes. It's a good... Please support it. We want more of these. Yeah. Just, it's a good movie experience. I think they do need... Like, I hope there's criticisms across the board enough that, that, get, that reach Marvel. Because, definitely. for instance, like the criticism on the first film was that Cap's suit looked dumb. It was Cap's really... Cap's suit looks awesome now. Yeah, well, they they realized they needed to kind of keep the bulk of the costume because right. Chris Evans can't quite hit the size that he needed to. Right. I also love the little thing, the little gadget he has, basically just a magnet. That was from the comics too. Just yeah. his shield, like that was featured in the comics right. with the the magnet. So like the fact that they did that was great. Um, the fact that we got Cali sticks of like stun guns essentially for Black Widow. We got Hawkeye never runs out of arrows now, ever. Right. Like not once in the film he was missing arrows. <laughs> so true. <laughs> in that first film, he was like, "Oh God, oh, I got to pick up this one yeah. shaft from this one guy just so I can get the, get back the head put on a different arrow, yeah, arrowhead." Yeah, so that like, was something I didn't miss at all. The gimmicks of, "Oh, I've got this head. Oh, I've got this head. And I've yeah. got this head." It's like just it was him happening, shooting arrows. And I love that it was shit. happening, and you didn't know, right. and you didn't care. But it's not the moments of we have to focus on in on this thing spinning and him it pushing to, a button. Has to zoom in on his quiver, you know. Yeah, yeah I'm right. glad. I'm glad we didn't do that either. Yeah. I'm so happy we didn't. No, do, I was just jumping and shooting. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, like I said, um, go see it. Go see it. If you um, haven't seen it now, well done. You ruined the movie for you yep. after listening to us. <laughs> Which, by the way, still go see it because we can't properly evoke what's going on. Like, We're gonna go see it again. I was already pretty, talked about it. Like we want to go see it. I'll again. put yeah. it out there. I was pretty spoiled on the film going in. Like I knew a lot of the things that were happening in the film way beforehand, and I'm okay with that. Like right. I've always been of the mindset like spoilers don't ruin films for me because spoilers just tell me of a single moment. I need to yeah. see the actions that I'm lead up way. and come out of it. I'd I rather have a very know bad some habit of, those of spoiling myself. I, so am I, but I'm yeah. completely okay with it. I've, I've with every single Kingdom Hearts game, <laughs> yeah. and I'm okay with it. Yeah. Like flat out, like for me, the experience is what keeps me going. It's not the big reveals. Right. It's not the big moment. Those yeah. moments can be spoiled beforehand for me all the way, and I don't care. It's it's the path that they that they actually helps me frame expectations better. Yeah, it's the personally. path that they choose to get to that point. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's not, the journey. It's, it's the road. The, it's not the door, but the it, journey. <laughs> it's not the destination. It's the journey. Yeah, it's the, that sort of thing, and that's really the mentality for us. Is that? Like, yeah, it's it's very true though. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, like I said though, this to kind of wrap up my thoughts is other Marvel films do a really amazing job of doing a stepping stone set moment within mm-hmm. the film, but focusing more on their own story. While this film felt more like they focus on the stepping stones and not enough on the pieces that they needed to get. This right. movie, like literally a lot of it, was the subtle moments of setting up Civil War. Civil War. It did a Rack lot Rock. more of setting Very up. Very true. Infinity War than I originally thought. Same. Yeah. Well, there was. I mean, they forced the vision scene for Thor when they didn't set it up properly. Because I mean, we saw the images of a Wakandan woman going to that pool and having a vision quest of her own. Like we saw that set up at least in the trailers, and then they cut it. One of the the last little thing I want to touch on before we end off here is one of the biggest criticism I've heard, especially from Katie. Yep. Is 
the, the fact that the Black Panther wasn't included at all. And I honestly think that was a good idea. I mean, you honestly are well, setting up so much. You can't set up, introduce another character and set no, up an entirely new movie. This, they wouldn't have. This is how I, I'm, I firmly believe that this is how it would have been. We would have seen either really early, like before the Hydra attack or immediately after it, Claw uh, in Wakanda, and we would have seen T'Challa and his father, T'Chaka, the Black Panther. We wouldn't have even seen... We probably would have seen the costume on, like, a statue. You know what I mean? Like, we wouldn't have been introduced to the character proper. We would have been introduced to Claw as a villain of Black Panthers and more or less the Wakandan city. That would have been it. Maybe. I really firmly believe we would not have been introduced to the actual Black Panther proper. Right. We would have just seen the, the characters as they are. Right. Um, but still, like, that's another thing. Like, I would have liked to have seen giant cat statues outside of a palace. You know what I mean? Like, I would have liked to have seen the atmosphere like, of... Like, you know, the skyline for... Yeah, of Wakanda. kind of was like an Easter egg where you... Just take that out of context. Yeah. Yeah. I, know. I just really need more giant cat statues in my movies. <laughs> outside of Wakanda. Like, that's all I wanted. <laughs> but, like, they did the name drop, and that's when I was also expecting to see at least even some, like, structure of Wakanda. But we just saw, like, off the coast of South Africa, and then a, a random South African city. Right. We that's really true. didn't get any real Wakanda vibe apart from, oh, there's vibranium. And, you know what? I will say this. I absolutely... Fuck! Avengers 2 had another arm cut off. Ulysses Claw got his arm cut off oh, by Ultron. Yeah. It follows the theme that they... Oh my god, they did do it. But that's fitting because Ulysses Claw gets a sonic weapon implanted in, in place of his hand. Right. Made from vibranium. Yep. So Star Wars coming soon. <laughs> Cody, Cody is breaking Cody's right now. Giving up. Cody is breaking right now. One of now. my favorite movie, moments of the entire movie experience was finally getting to see Force Awakens trailer on screen. That was awesome. And the brilliant little applause. I was proud of the audience. That yeah. was nice. Yeah. I was also very happy with actually seeing Ant-Man on a big screen. Yeah, that that was makes me so nice. excited to go to the drive-in for that one. Yes, yes, yes. That's going to be awesome. Um, I think that, that kind of wraps, wraps up it. our thoughts. I think we've rugged this out long enough. Go make, see this movie <laughs> if you have To make a short story shorter, go see the movie. Go see the film. It's awesome. Don't go watch Avengers One because you'll just be disappointed before you go see it. That's kind of what I can't. I, I watched it. Avengers One like last Thursday, yeah. and that yeah. probably didn't help anything. Like I said, um, we were all tired. Yeah, no joke. I'm tired. No. Uh, Katie had a fever. Um, I was exhausted too. I had worked a full day and then went and saw it. So like, I'm I'm sure that some of that plays a role. I called but sick on the day before. I had to work yeah, two hours after the movie ended. <laughs> Good, yeah, good decisions. So go see it, and probably go see it when you're not exhausted. Yes, go wake in. up, wake up, and go see the movie right away. <laughs> uh, maybe not that quite early, but <laughs> give yourself like an hour of, of getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Chug a gallon of coffee before. You have a scone. God. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of toast. <laughs> toast and butter. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up our opinions. On yeah, yeah. Avengers, um, yeah. Remember, we have a website, so geekdomination.net. You will find reviews on everything from film to literature now. Um, comic books, books, movies, games, TV. All the things. Everything um, geek. Podcasts will be a link on there so that you can go to our SoundCloud. Uh, email us at geekdominationlisteners at gmail.com. I don't know why that, that broke my hard. brain as it came out. But, um, Websites and are hard. Social media sites. And remember, you can check out all the pieces of news we covered as well as more on our site as well. Thank you guys um, for listening. Don't forget to also like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter. Send us $5. Don't send us $5. Buy if me you a do, we won't mind. Let me put it that way. But anyone who buys me a sandwich, I'll give them $5. It sounds like you just want to go buy a sandwich for $5. No. I want someone to buy me a sandwich and then give them $5.
Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for wrapping that up. Bye.